your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked on Stars podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Nash, joining you for this Thursday edition, a little pre-game podcast for you as the Dallas Stars get set to take on the Detroit Red Wings later on tonight on Thursday. Going to talk about this upcoming game. Going to talk a lot about Jake Ottinger. This has become the Locked on Jake Ottinger podcast over the past couple weeks for uh, for good reason. The Dallas Stars leaning heavily on their rookie goaltender, and he's lived up to expectations. He got some really high praise out of head coach Rick Bonus after the Stars' shootout loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning earlier this week. And he is in net again tonight, a fourth straight start for the Dallas Stars rookie. We're going to talk about that on today's show. Also, just preview the game at large. It's a, it's a big weekend for Dallas. They've got three very, very winnable games. They need to come away with wins in uh, in all three, really, uh, to be able to propel themselves back into the playoff hunt. I want to dive in quickly to the uh, the first news that we've gotten. We got some news out of Rick Bonus over the past couple of days. Uh, starting off, we got a little bit of an update on Ben Bishop and Tyler Sagan. It was not uh, a good one. Uh, Rick Bonus talking to uh, media uh, yesterday was asked about kind of their time frames, uh, Tyler Sagan, Ben Bishop's time frames on returning. And Rick Bonus was pretty blunt, said they're not close. Um, it's uh, they're they're not even really close to practicing with the team yet. We have heard we'd heard earlier in the month that they had back were back on the ice, but they have not been practicing with the team. Doesn't sound like they're especially close to returning to practice back with the team. Now, what does that mean? You know, does that mean a couple of weeks? Does that mean a month? You know, who knows what not close means. We knew we weren't going to see him until April, um, but now it's looking like it may be more mid-late April uh, based off this kind of recent update. And, and Rick Moss was pretty blunt that it's, I mean, he said a couple of times they're not close to returning. And so, um, you know, th- there's a lot of different ways, you know, that, that affects the team. You know, first and foremost, those two guys are incredibly important for this franchise. Ben Bishop is still this team's number one goaltender. When he comes back, he elevates that group. Uh, and then the Stars can have a little bit of a goalie competition in there with Jake Ottinger looking very, very good. Anton Adobin's been struggling. Anton Adobin has a little bit better pedigree, you know, over the past couple of seasons NHL-wise. Um, so getting Ben Bishop back just elevates that whole group uh, in total. But also, you know, Tyler Sagan, you get him back. He's a top 640. You know, he's, he's the most important forward on this team, I think. Uh, I think he's the most talented forward on this team. And when he's healthy, when he's fully healthy, he is a uh, he's a real difference maker for a team that needs that kind of quality uh, up there. It is uh, it is absolutely uh, important that he uh, he gets back into the mix and and can uh, can can get things going. So hope you know hopefully we get that return you know in the next few weeks. Um, you know I, I would be hopeful that maybe they could get back on the ice um, by the start of April. I think if they can do that and, and can be ready to go maybe a couple weeks after that. That would be really, really big for this team. It would be, you know, especially if this team is still sort of in the same spot that they're in, where they're not out of it, but they're definitely, you know, they've got a lot of ground to make up. Getting those two guys back is incredibly, incredibly important for this uh, for this team. So, you know, I'd love to see them be able to uh, to get those guys back in the lineup. That was the that was the latest we heard on them, and it wasn't, you know particularly good news it wasn't necessarily what we wanted to hear we would love to hear that their you know their return is imminent to to practicing and everything like that but 
um, you know, a little bit of a damper, I think, because I think a lot of people, myself included, were kind of banking on those two guys coming back while this team was slowly climbing their way back into the race to really kind of jumpstart uh, a return to uh, to a playoff caliber form. And without them, um, it, it just that that road gets so much more tough because they they just they don't have the they don't have the depth at the top of their lineup. You know, they've they've got some talented players, but Tyler Sagan really may. I mean, he's he's the guy who really kind of makes that whole group fit into their specific roles really nicely because without him, you're now having to replace your most talented forward with somebody who's not there, which means that person's taken out of their spot and somebody else is in their spot. So I mean, just it's kind of a domino effect of guys pulling out of their roles uh, with higher expectations. You get Tyler Sagan in there, it kind of adjusts everybody back to where they should be, and that, that's going to make the team better. And then from a goalie's perspective, Stars goaltending has been a little bit shaky this year without Ben Bishop. Jake Hodger has been very, very good, but Anthony Dobin has is, is not looked really any close to what we saw last year and in the postseason so getting Ben Ben Bishop back would just I mean it would help tremendously because I think he's still uh like I said when he's healthy he's still a top five top seven goalie in the NHL uh and and you just add him back into that group and then you let Jake Ottinger and Anthony Dobin battle it out to be uh to be the the kind of 1b um I think that would I think that competition would 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 bring out the best in both of them and I think it would uh just make that whole goalie situation much much better than it is right now. So it's a big loss to not get those guys back anytime soon. Um, you know, the Stars are going to have to keep waiting on because the season doesn't slow down. They've got three games this weekend, very winnable games. But then they head, uh, they head back to Dallas and they host, uh, they host Tampa Bay and they host Florida, two of the best teams in the NHL. Um, and two of the best teams in the Central Division, but you know for sure. So they, they've they've got you know it it doesn't slow down for them, and that's I think the unfortunate thing is you're not going to get these guys back. But it's not like it's not like there's a uh, it's not like there's a, a reprieve, I guess, coming where it's like, okay, we're not going to get these guys back for a couple of weeks, but hey, we can make it through without them. They, the Stars need these guys back because it, it, there's just no let up. The games come, you know, every other day pretty much. And, and you know, the, the Stars, I saw this and I, I, we'll talk about this a little bit as well. Uh, ESPN did their NHL power rankings. I think I, this was yesterday that I looked at it. The top three teams in ESPN's NHL power rankings were the Florida Panthers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Carolina Hurricanes. The top three teams in the NHL, according to ESPN right now, are the three top teams in the Central Division. And so there's no let-up, and the, the Stars have to win almost every night to get back into this thing. They have to win two times as many. It was what was a few weeks back we were talking about what they had to do to match uh, Chicago's pace the rest of the year, and they had to go 26-13-0, and so they had to win twice as much as they lost the rest of the way. And with when you're talking about three of the best teams in the NHL are in your division, that is uh, that makes the task very, very, very difficult. Let's step aside real quick. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about these games, t- uh, this game tonight and this game this weekend uh, against Detroit. Talk a little bit more about Jake Cottinger. This is Locked on Jake Cottinger, as, uh, as you all know. But uh, we'll talk a little bit about that right around the corner. Before we do, I want to talk to you about a new, we got a new sponsor. Really excited about this. Talk to you all about Locker Room. Locker Room is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download, free to use. You guys can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. They're perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to big news. You can share your own experiences on the app. It's free, audio-only, social media platform for sports fans. You can start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, 
rumors and games. I'll be hosting a room. We're going to try to do this once a week. Our plan is to do one Saturday night after the uh, Detroit-Dallas game. So come through, talk with me live. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and then join our Locked On Stars group. You can follow me at Kenneth underscore Nash 19. When my room goes live, you'll be notified. And uh, we'll be going live on Locker Room on Saturday after the uh, Detroit-Dallas game. Going to talk about that game and uh, dive into a little post-game live, post-game reaction. So make sure to tune in. That's Locker Room. Go download it, iOS in the App Store. Download it and join me on Locker Room. We've also been talking to you about Built Bar. They're the best tasting protein bar on the market. They have been for a while now. They're amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bars with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup, you got to go to BuiltBar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter to find out what today's matchup is. You can vote which bar is your favorite. We're trying to figure out what is the ultimate uh, built bar. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15. Gets you 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Back here at the Lockdown Stars podcast, diving into the Stars game tonight against the Detroit Red Wings Stars. Trying to uh, keep a little bit of this momentum going. The Stars, like I said, I said on yesterday's show, they haven't quite turned a corner, but maybe they're getting to the corner that needs to be turned. The Stars do have points in four of their last five. Um, they've looked better. Uh, still not great, but they've looked much, much better uh, in terms of uh, results, especially. And they're starting to kind of, you know, chip away at that uh, Chicago lead a little bit in the standings. They take on a Detroit Red Wings team that is uh, very, very bad. Um, just to put it bluntly, not a good hockey team. Nine seventeen and four. Detroit is. Uh, compare that. Dallas Stars nine nine and seven. Detroit is coming off of a win, though, so uh, a little momentum for the uh, for the Red Wings. But the Stars uh, need to take advantage of these two games. There's no secret there. Stars taking on the worst team in the division. Uh, two games at Detroit. They need to take advantage of taking on this Detroit team. Stars are much better than them so far in the season series. Stars have beaten them 7-3, to 2-1, and 7-3. to They haven't played since... Uh, or pardon me, I just misspoke. Yeah, yeah, seven, seven, two to one and seven to three. Not, uh, I said seven to three twice. Um, they've the last time they taken each other on was January twenty eighth. So they haven't played each other since January. But uh, but the Stars get a big opportunity to uh, to beat up on a team that's just not quite at their level. And these are the games the Stars absolutely have to win to catch up on the Chicago team. As it stands right now, the Stars are uh, the Stars are have uh, five games in hand on uh, on Chicago and fourth. They're eight points back. That's much more. That's managed more manageable than six. You know, six games in hand, twelve points back. But. They've, they've got to still kind of chip away and, and beating these type of teams, these these Detroit teams. This Detroit team is is a big uh, going to be a big step towards that uh, Detroit with just 30 points, uh, or probably just 22 points through 30 games played. So well off the pace of the Dallas Stars on the year. Detroit, like I said, they're 9, 17, and 4. Uh, they've got a really, really bad power play, really, really bad penalty kill. The Stars need to get their special teams going consistently this is the opportunity to do it Detroit has the 29th best power play in the NHL 12.2 percent they have the 30th 
uh, ranked penalty kill, uh, just under killing off penalties, just under 71% of the time. That's not good. The Stars are a team that need to get this going consistently. They need to find their rhythm in special teams. And so um, I think this is a great opportunity for Dallas to be able to do that. Uh, the Stars' power play percentage this year is, is 24.4%, so twice as good as this Detroit team. And uh, they've got a middle-of-the-road kind of penalty kill at 77.5%. Um, but I think, like I said, this is a team that the Stars can get that kind of going against. If they draw penalties and capitalize, that builds momentum for special teams moving forward when you take on some of these better teams. Uh, Detroit does have the advantage in face-offs. Detroit with the 10th best, best face-off percentage this year. Uh, goals for, this is where we want to really kind of dissect this. This just shows kind of where Detroit is at. The Stars right now averaging 2.84 uh, goals per game. That's 18th in the NHL compared to Detroit, who are averaging 2.27 goals per game, 29th in the NHL. Detroit does not score a lot. Um, they, they, they do not have the uh, the offensive prowess to uh, to keep up with the Stars when the Stars are at their best. So uh, that's going to be something to watch. That's that's part of that momentum building kind of thing. The Stars need to kind of build some of this momentum. Uh, and if they can, uh, they can start to kind of apply it to some of these other games, especially with, with Tampa Bay and Florida. On the horizon, goals allowed per game, Detroit 3.30 goals allowed per game, Stars with the 7th best in the NHL, 2.56. So Dallas is, I mean, heavy, heavy, heavy favorites. They're putting Jake Ottinger in net, uh, and Jake Ottinger has gotten points in 10 of his first 11 NHL starts. Stars are heavy favorites in this game, in these two games, really. And and there's no you know there's no secret I, they need to win them both I think uh, this is the, the stars have struggled to put together back to back wins they haven't done it since the beginning of the year uh, this is where they kind of need to be able to do that is uh, is against this Detroit team this is a prime opportunity you got Detroit twice you got Nashville on Sunday you can win all three of these games you win three in a row and you really are starting to kind of chip away at that lead and you're really starting to feel like you're back into the mix. Uh, Detroit, in terms of goalies, the, the Stars are going to face uh, one of Thomas Grice or uh, Jonathan Bernier. Neither have been fantastic. Bernier's been okay. 2.9 goals a lot average, 9.14 save percentage. He's 8.6-0. He's been the better of the two goalies. Uh, Thomas Grice, 111-4, 3.41 goals a lot average, 8.83 save percentage. Jake Ottinger's going to get the start in net for the Stars tonight, uh, which means you'd probably see Anton Udobin on Saturday. Jake Ottinger so far this year, 4-1-6, but he's got a 2-16 goals allowed average and a 9-17 save percentage. Also has a shutout under his belt this year. He's been the Stars' best goalie so far, and um, it's... Uh, I, I, it's not not a surprise that he's getting the start against Detroit here. I talked about this uh, on yesterday's episode that I thought he would get uh, the Thursday game because I think the Stars are going to want him on Sunday. I think I think expectations are that he's going to start two of these three games for Dallas, and so uh, getting him the Thursday game and then Antonio Dobin will get Saturday against Detroit, and uh, and and Andre will get the second game of the back to back back at home against Nashville. Um, not a surprise to see him in goal, and he's been the Stars. I mean, he's been the best goalie for the Dallas Stars this season. He's been really, really good. He was good against Tampa Bay again uh, at the uh, in their last game. Got him to a shootout, and uh, despite being bombarded with pucks, especially early, it was he faced 19 shots in the first period against Tampa Bay, gave up just one goal. He was the reason the Stars were even in that game in the first place, and uh, he continues to be rewarded. Fourth straight start. For uh, for the Stars rookie goaltender, and we're gonna get to uh, talking about a little bit about comments from Rick Bonus. He had something to say about Jake Ottinger after the shootout loss to Tampa Bay. High high praise, about as high a praise as you can get for a rookie goaltender. We're gonna talk about that 
right around the corner here on the Locked On Stars podcast. Before we step aside, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They've got real time updated odds and props. On almost anything you can imagine, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website, use your mobile device today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use your promo code LOCKEDON. That's with your first deposit. You get 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Back here at the Locked On Stars podcast, finishing up this Thursday episode. And uh, want to finish up talking about Jake Ottinger. No surprise there. We talked a ton about Jake Ottinger over the past really week or so. It's almost become a little bit of a Locked On Jake Ottinger podcast. But uh, head coach Rick Bonus had some really, really interesting comments about Jake Ottinger in the, after the Stars loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning on, uh, on Tuesday in the shootout. And uh, Mike Heike, friend of the podcast over at DallasStars.com, senior staff writer for the Stars, wrote about uh, Bonus's comments in the screen cap. First comment, uh, Vasilevsky is the best goalie in the league. Don't kid yourself, but this is Vasilevsky's sixth or seventh year in the league. Imagine where Jake will be in six or seven years. He will be right there. That is a massive, massive uh, amount of praise uh, thrown on Jake Ottinger from head coach Rick Bonus, And he talked about that he was uh, with Tampa Bay when Vasilevsky first came into the league and that he sees a lot of similarities in uh, in, in Andre Vasilevsky. He sees a lot of those similarities in Jake Ottinger. And that's a huge, huge, I mean, it's, first of all, just on the surface, it's a massive amount of praise. That's not, you know, he could have just talked about, you know, he's really, really talented. We think he's the future of our goalie. But to go on and, and make those direct comparisons to Andre Vasilevsky, who's the best goalie in the NHL, Vesna winner, uh, He's. I mean, he's just, he's head and shoulders above pretty much everybody else in the league when it terms comes to goaltending for uh for for bonus to uh to to compliment Jake Ottinger in that way and to compare him in that manner I think is a massive massive deal um and and it, it shows I think where the stars feel like his talent is and where his potential is I mean this is a guy that uh, no secret he was brought in when they drafted him he was to be the future goalie for this Dallas Stars club uh, and uh, we, you know, we, it took a little while for us to get to see him uh, in NHL action. But I mean, he's just 22 years old, and he's already. I mean, he looks. I think the number one trait that I've noticed uh, watching him this year is how calm he is in the net. You know, no matter what's going on around him. You know, in that Tampa Bay game, well, you know, he faced 19 shots in the first period, gave up one goal, but he was just. I mean, he was incredibly calm. It wasn't frantic. You know, he wasn't lunging around to make a lot of saves, and that's good. I mean, I love. Everybody loves a, a nice highway robbery kind of save where you know, they go lunging in and in or lunging side to side, and you know, barely come away with the puck. But there's also something to be said for not having to do that, and he really didn't have to do a whole lot of that against Tampa Bay because he was in the right position so much. He takes advantage of. His massive frame. He's 6'5, 225 pounds. He's a big kid. And he, uh, he takes advantage of that. He knows how to use his size. And uh, he, he really has been superb for the Stars this year. And I think this jump that we're seeing is is a surprise even to, uh, I think it's a surprise to pretty much everybody. I mean, last year, obviously, we saw him in the postseason a couple of times uh, coming in in relief, didn't give up a goal. Um, but you know, with the Texas Stars, go back to his last full season with the Texas Stars, um, 2018 or 2019-20 with the Texas Stars, uh, before everything was paused. 38 games, he had a 257 goals allowed average, 917 save percentage. So similar save percentage to what he's got right now. Uh, goals allowed average was significantly higher than what he's posting right now. He is uh, he's he's not had you know since he's become a pro player uh, over the past couple of years, he's not had like this kind of performance uh, across the course of a season. Uh, but he, yet he, here he is doing 
it in his you know first real run in the NHL. Um, you know, looking at him, the one thing I think he'll he'll work on over the you know over as his career progresses is is rebound control. If you watch the past couple of games, there are some times that he struggles to kind of trap pucks against him, and and he uh, he gives up some pretty large rebounds, which has caused some issues occasionally. But for the most part, even with the rebound control, he's able to divert him enough out of the path of of, of a follow up bid kind of thing. So. You know, I think that's the one thing that I've noticed has been an issue um, for him so far is it's just a little bit of rebound control. It's not, you know, Ben Bishop's great at, you know, shot on target from, from you know, far out. He's able to control it, trap it against his body. Anton Dobin's good at that a lot of the time, too. Uh, I think that's something that's going to come with just experience and time, um, just knowing how to kind of anticipate that puck rather than um, just being there to block it, but being there to uh, to kind of receive the puck a little bit more. As he gets better than that, he's, he's just going to become uh, more and more important for the Stars team. And, and we've talked about, and it's going to continue to be a conversation, is what does his breakout year do for Dallas next year? Because there's no question at this point, I think in anybody's mind, that he needs to be one of the Dallas Stars' two goaltenders next year, which means they're going to have to move on from Ben Bishop or Anton Udobin. How do they go about that? Who gets the boot? Um, because you can't you can't have AJ Cottinger do what he's doing now, and then have him be your third goalie next year. Whether that's however however that shapes out next year, whether it's an AHL thing or whether it's a taxi squad, whatever it is, that doesn't fly. He's he's ready to go. He's ready to be uh, a number two in this league, even at just 22 years old. Um, so the Stars are going to have to make that decision. And it's going to be a narrative. It's going to be a story. We're going to have to follow pretty much the rest of the year. What are they going to do with Jake Ottinger? How are they going to weigh him, you know, weigh his playing time moving forward? And then how are they going to make sure that he is one of their go-to guys starting next year, uh, regardless of uh, of how the season turns out? That's good to all for this episode. Uh, we'll be back with a post-game recap of the game against uh, Detroit later on tonight. And then uh, we'll be back, remember, Saturday. Uh, we will have a uh, we'll, we'll be in locker room. Um, so download that app. We'll be in locker room after the game to uh, do a little live chat. So you can ask me your questions. I want to hear your thoughts, your opinions on the Stars game Saturday against Detroit. We'll talk about that on locker room. Make sure to tune in. Make sure to follow on Twitter at Locked On Stars. Follow my personal account as well at Kenneth underscore Nash nineteen. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so we show up on your feed every single day. It's gonna do it all for this one though. Thank you for tuning in. Talk to you soon. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.